0: Thanks for listening to English Go podcast. To listen without advertisements or to read episode transcripts, visit englishgo.co.uk for more information. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? I'm going to talk about cars. Um, I'm not such a big fan of cars if I'm honest. I know some people are really crazy about cars Um, but they don't interest me (laughs) that much. They're okay. I'm, I'm mildly interested in them. At the moment I do not have a car because I don't really have a need for one and also it's nice to save money They are quite expensive uh, running a car so I'm just doing without one if I if I had one it would be useful if I had one I'd probably travel about a bit more um, than I do now but because I'm working remotely I don't really need one it's just it would be nice to have Um, but yeah don't need one so uh, I'll tell you I'll tell you about the cars that I've owned over the years and hopefully that's interesting i don't i don't know we will see so um how old was i when i got my first car i must have been in my 20s early 20s i think uh yeah 20 21 maybe something like that was it no yes yes <laughs> maybe 21 22 sorry i can't remember it's a while ago now um and i had a blue renault clio which is a, a small french car and um i got it from somebody someone sold it to me who was like a, a colleague at work somebody i worked with and it was rather cheap but it had this problem the uh the speedometer the the thing that displays the speed that you're going at was broken <laughs> so it was a bit hard to tell what speed you were doing on the road, which was a bit dangerous, right? Um, but I could tell by using the um, the dial, the the thing that shows the RPM, the revolutions per minute. Um, not all cars have it, but you know sometimes you can see the speed, and sometimes you can see like how fast the engine is turning as well. So I used to use that to figure out the speed I was going, and it changed depending on what gear I was in, um, so I had to remember, if I'm in fourth gear, and it's around 2,000 rpm, then I'm doing 30 miles an hour, or something like that, and it changed depending on what gear it was. But it was it was okay, I got used to it, um, it was my first car, so that was fine. A very small car, quite lightweight. Um, I think my next car was a Mondeo, a Ford Mondeo, an American car, Silver, and that was big. That's like that's a pretty big car, especially compared to a, a Renault Clio. And that car, I think my father just gave it to me. It was his old car, and he didn't want it, so he just gave it to me. And um, that was quite a good car. It was it was a bit old, but it was it was quite comfortable, and I didn't really have any problems with it. It was fine. It was just and lots of space. Big, comfortable seats, lots of space in the uh, in the boot as well. Uh, but by the way, um, we say boot. Americans say trunk. Just in case you're wondering, and uh, bonnet as well. We say bonnet. Americans say hood. So uh, those are some differences in the in the in the world of cars. I don't know what do they what do Americans call indicators? Do they call them indicators? The winkers, the indicators. Uh, I don't know what they call them, sorry. I'm sure there's some other differences as well, but yeah, boot, bonnet, hood, trunk. There's some differences. After that car, I had um, a Volkswagen Polo. Polo or Golf? I think it was a Polo. It was another small car, this time a German car. And this was my mother's car that she didn't want anymore. I mean, normally, normally, like... I'm not so bothered about cars so if someone says do you want this car for free then I just say okay <laughs> and I end up driving that car um, and that was quite good it was it was another small car and I'm not such a fan of small cars I like maybe like medium sized to big um, cars really um, because they're just so much better to drive on motorways and stuff like that um, but it was okay it was it was bit old but it 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 was reliable it um i did a lot of traveling in it around england and it was yeah it did the job another silver car uh the next car i had that was one that i chose myself for the first time i thought okay i want one of these cars and i went and bought it and that was a mini cooper not the old one from the 70s but like a, a modern one And that was like a silver, but it was like a blue kind of silver. And it had a blue soft top. So, like, um, you know, it was convertible. It was, you could open the top of it. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Um, Which was really nice, you know. On, On the rare, rare times that it's lovely and sunny in England, I could open the roof and drive around with the roof down, and that was Great. I really loved doing that. It was it was a lot of fun, and I I really liked that car actually. Um, it was fun to drive. The steering was very good, and it was a little bit sporty as well. It was a little bit fast, um, so it was a bit fun. It was fun to drive. Uh, yeah, I'm I I, <laughs> I can be a little bit naughty when the uh, when I'm driving a car that's a little bit sporty um it's tempting to you know to accelerate a bit quickly isn't it or to uh, turn the corners a bit quickly when the when the car can do it so easily um anyway i sold that car just before i went to japan for a couple of for a couple of months um because because i don't know really i could have kept it but i suppose it just seemed it seemed to make sense just, I mean, I wasn't using it much. That was the thing. I was living in Manchester, I was working remotely, um, with freelancing, and I, I only used it to go shopping. And uh, it just seemed like a waste of money, really. Even though I really liked that car, um, yeah, shame. I sort of, I sort of wish I had it now, to be honest, because it was really fun and a bit sporty. Um, so my next car, mm, not sure i have no no idea what it's going to be. Um, don't I? T- there's I, t- right. I'll I'll explain. There's two types of cars that I like. I like sporty cars that are fun, and then I like like big, bulky, ugly cars that are useful. So like a utility car. So like the sporty car, it looks really nice and it's fun to drive. And maybe it's a bit fast. Or it's convertible you know you can open the top and then you've got the 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 boring car which it sort of looks like a box like very square but there's loads of space in it you know it's sort of like a van and that's really useful you can just you can transfer you can transport loads of different things in there you know big pieces of furniture you can get lots of people in it's just it's useful it's a useful car it doesn't look nice it's it's pretty ugly, really, but it's it's useful. So those are the two types that I like. Um, actually, there are some big ones that I think look quite nice, like some like some Nissan Elgrand and an Alphard. Is that Toyota? I can't remember. But yeah, events. No, 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 something else. Um, but yeah, I I like big. There's big white ones that you see sometimes with very dark windows. I think they're quite good. They're not they're not too not too ugly looking, but they're big utility cars. So everything else, every other car on the road, and it's not if it's not fun and it's not useful, if it's not a utility car, I don't like it. I just look at it and I think, Why do you exist? What is the point of your existence? You know? You can be fun, you can be useful, but then there's those cars that almost every car sits in the middle. It's like it's not a fun car, it's not got a lot of space. It doesn't look amazing. It's not fast. It's just a car i i really I really can't understand why these exist these cars you know you might you may as well do one job well or not do it at all. and I think the majority of cars on the road don't do any job well at all. They're just <laughs> they sort of try to sit in the middle of being useful and being fun and i think it's hard to do that i think it's impossible to do that so yeah i my next car is either going to be fun or it's going to be useful um and fun fun generally means that it's it's small and sporty looking but but i do quite like teslas you know the electric cars um even though... the shape... I don't know... it doesn't... it sort of looks like one of those cars that sits in the middle. It's like... it's not great for being useful. It's not a good utility car, and it's not a really good-looking sports car either, but I do like the fact that it's all electric, Um, and I do like the fact that inside... I like the inside more than the outside. It's just really modern, really clean really minimal, uh, sort of like -like, zen-like looks, and it's just got this giant tablet stuck on the on the dashboard and nothing much else really. It's just really weird. And I like all of the features, like the auto-driving features and stuff like that, but I don't know. Would I really have one of those? It's more of like a toy. It's more of like a tech toy. Um, (laughs) than a real car, it seems. And like the idea of electric, mm, I like it. I like the idea of an electric car because it's maybe good for the environment, maybe good for the earth, I'm not sure. Um, Because you still have to, you know, get the electricity somehow. Um, But it's a pain to drive. If you don't have lots of places to charge it, it's a real pain to drive. Um... Mm. And also, I don't like the idea, every single, obviously, every single um, electric car is automatic. Well, it's not really automatic, it just doesn't have gears, any gears, at all, as far as I know. Maybe I should check, maybe it does. (laughs) But I think they don't. Um, But I like gears. I know, in many other places in the world, every car is automatic, pretty much but I really like having gears. I like going through the gears. I don't like it when a computer decides when to change gears, because to be honest, I can do it better than a computer. Of course I can. Um, oh, well, maybe not, maybe if it's very advanced and it can like look into the distance and see a hill coming and then change gears. Yeah, mm, maybe a computer can do it well. But I like, I like, I like being in control of my own car when I drive. I think it's more fun, um, doing that. But at the same time, if you're stuck in traffic, using gears is quite a pain. But anyway, <laughs> that's enough for today. That is, um, that is my episode, uh, all about cars. And I didn't go into any technical detail about cars, because I don't really know that much. I sort, I sort of know how they work, um, and they seem like I know what everything inside a car does and how it works um, but I'm not really I'm not really interested in them I don't if if I get a problem with my car for example I don't I usually just take it to a garage I don't I don't want to get under under the bonnet and um, and start messing around with it I mean I have done a bit in the past when I, especially if I'm diagnosing something, especially if I'm trying to find the problem, I'll look at it myself and see if I can sort of work out what's going on, um, so that when I have to take it to a garage, um, they're not. It, it's harder for them to lie to me <laughs> because that is a problem we have here in the UK. Our garages that fix cars are useless. Oh my, they're so useless. I paid um, eight hundred pounds. To have one fix my car and they didn't fix anything they fixed one thing it had like three problems and uh they had like the small thing that they fixed like they changed the brakes or something okay they did that And know two of the big problems and they they, they did nothing nothing at all it, it was still broken when i got it and it's like oh you have to take it back and then they'd say oh we can't find the problem and you want to say well if you can't find the problem give me my 800 pounds back you know Um, but no, this doesn't happen. They just get to keep the money and uh, you just get your car and it's still not fixed. Yeah, (laughs) great, isn't it? Anyway, that is certainly more than enough on the topic of cars. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thanks for listening until the very end of the show. If you've enjoyed this episode, please give my podcast a rating, or if you have the time, write a review. It's a really nice way of letting me know you enjoy these episodes and encourages me to make more of them for you. Thanks very much and have a lovely day.